Parker just mean Devil saw the Dons take the win against Ross County at Petaudry on Saturday where post-match with Derek McInnes and Curtis Main himself also you thought it was a dead duck the return of discussions on the Atlantic League and we catch up with Marty Kennedy as he reflects on his time at Petaudry plus our normal roundup from the rest of the Premiership matches and Supporters Club news on the AFC Dons cast on Tuesday the 15th of December It's going to be so perfect. It's going to be like an advert for Christmas. Merry Christmas! We're on. I still get to tingle in the dingle on Christmas Eve. Wow! Drop them! Christmas should be swaddled in happiness. Whatever. In the spirit! Christmas! It's very exciting. Thoroughly worthwhile. What could be better? It's Christmas! You can come for Christmas at mine any time. Let us entertain you. Happy Christmas. This Christmas on BBC One and iPlayer. Hi, it's Graham here with this week's Dawn's News Roundup, starting off with our weekend match, which saw a Curtis main double secure all three points at Petaudry against Ross County on Saturday, ending a four-game run without a victory for the Dons. Derek McInnes made three changes to the Dons' side that drew one all with St Mirren. Lewis Ferguson was on commentary duty on Red TV, having been suspended after being sent off against St Mirren. Dean Campbell replaced Ferguson in the starting lineup. Greg Lee has picked up a hamstring injury and was replaced by Conor McLennan. An opening goal came in the fifth minute. Orion Hedges' corner was headed down by Tommy Hoban and picked up by Curtis Main in the box, who hit it home to put it the Dons ahead. Aberdeen kept up the pressure. Johnny Hayes fired across a low drive from the left, which forced Ross Laidlaw to palm it at his near post. The ball bounced into the box, but there was nobody there to take the opportunity. Ross County's Sabs made the difference and the away team came into the game after a formation change. Billy Mackay came on for corner Rondo and he made an immediate impact. He was left unmarked for a free kick and his header went over the bar. Into the second half, Matty Kennedy had a chance from a main pass but his low drive was blocked by Laidlaw. Ross County should have scored in the 56th minute after Josh Reed's shot was deflected. Ash Taylor was posted missing in action and Ross Stewart rushed onto the ball to shoot it at the near post which went inches wide. However, just a minute later, Curtis Main put the Dons two ahead, fired a brilliant shot on the turn that went beyond Laidlaw. Michael Gardine had a chance for Ross County in the 66th minute, but his shot went wide. Whilst the afternoon was pretty quiet for Joe Lewis, he made a superb effort to deny County's Ross Stewart shot in the 79th minute, blocking the effort. A flurry of late sub changes for the Dons, including a debut for youngster Kieran Nguenya, ran the clock down to secure the win for Aberdeen. The Dons remain fourth in the Scottish Premiership as we look ahead to an away day against Kilmarnock next Sunday. Congratulations and a couple of goals to repay the manager's faith in giving you the start. Yeah, it's nice to get the goals obviously. Come back in, first thing you want to do is get in the score sheet but overall I'm happy with um, my overall performance, contributing to the team, not just 
with the goals, but everything that comes with it off the ball, um, with the ball. So yeah, it's a pleasing, it's a pleasing game. Got away to the perfect start, scoring after only four minutes. Yeah. It maybe wasn't the tidiest goal, but but it got us the, the start that we wanted. Yeah, I won't complain about them. No problem. We'll uh, take them all day, but it's uh, it's just been in the right place at the right time. We've uh, caused them problems with set pieces and managed to take it away. So yeah, it's a good one. And the second one, a real striker's finish. Um, not the greatest of assists from Ryan Hedges. I think he was trying the shot, but no, it fell nicely. It fell nicely for for you and a, and a smart turn and yeah. powerful hit with the left. We do it in training. I play off his bad touches all the time. So as soon as it come in inside the box, there's only one thing in my mind there: turn and hit it. And, Thankfully, win him. Nice to get back to Pataudry and get three points and, and keep the pressure on Hibs in the, the race for third place. Yeah, I think um, last few performances haven't been what we would have wanted, um, and it was important to come out today and carry a real attack and threat and, and impose ourselves on Ross County from the first minute, and we've done that brilliantly, and I don't think they could cope with it. Well, well done today, and as I say, congratulations on being McLeod Naked Man of the Match. Much appreciated, thank you. Thank you. Take care positives to take from today and not least uh, Curtis Main getting the two goals Yeah, you know, really pleased yeah, obviously um, we scored off a set piece which is pleasing because we've not been doing enough of that and it was a well worked set play um, making sure enough bodies in behind their zone and I thought we were very uh, very good in that period you know, Curtis gets the final touch, um, but I thought we were very good you know, I thought we uh, we looked at their shape and what we needed to do, we had four wingers on the pitch effectively and that speed in the team was was clear, I thought we uh, absolutely dominated up until about 40 minutes and then they had uh, bit, bits of play, they changed their shape they bring another striker on um, and I thought the second half was a bit more even, certainly in terms of possession but Curtis finishes it off with a brilliant second goal, as you, as you saw and um, and, and end up pretty comfortable in the end, three, uh, two nothing win. So another important three points, a clean sheet, and good to get back to winning ways. Yeah, back home here at Petardry, it was so important that we got back to winning ways yeah. because Hibs winning today, um, they jump up ahead of Celtic. We are now levelling points with Celtic. Um, so yeah, it's I'm not really, yeah, sorry to interrupt. I'm, I'm not really too bothering about our fights with ourselves. We need to just keep picking up wins if we can in December and see where we are when we come out of December then we can maybe try and address certain things in January and try and make sure we come out of January um, with maybe more, a stronger squad again for the, the second half of the campaign uh, I thought as I said we had some uh, tired legs out there you know, some players playing that haven't played loads I think uh, McCrory and Campbell uh, done a hell of a shift I thought first half they were very good maybe tired a wee bit second half but credit to them for keeping going um, but the performance for me was so free-flowing and enjoyable to watch. It was very much like where we've been for a lot of the season. And I think Conor McLennan and Hedgie and that side of it, Matty and Johnny on the other side, are a big part to play in that. One downside today, Ross McCrory picking up a booking, which will mean that I, th- I believe he'll miss the Boxing Day game against St Johnston. Yeah, uh, listen, I, I spoke to him yesterday and I said, you need to go five games. Uh, without getting booked and he went I'll do that I says you'll know the last five minutes and that was where we were so um, listen he's there to win tackles he's there to be competitive we've got another boy doing the TV today that puts himself about in there and we suffered for that last week with a wrong decision and um, you know it, it's, uh, it'd be good to get the two of them together for as, as long as, as possible and as many games as possible but you know uh, I thought Campbell came in did well today got me at McGee up back training to Monday so in fact, he might do a bit tomorrow. So, you know, you know, it's when you miss players, key players, as we've done, it's important you've got players that are ready. And I thought the ones who haven't played a lot of late were ready today. 
you had the opportunity right at the death there to, to blood young Kieran and Gwenya. Yeah, yeah. And he was straight into it right from the word go, wasn't he? I know, I'm thinking he's uh, he got there just in time because he's obviously a really quick boy. He's, he covers the ground brilliantly, but um, uh, a lovely tackle and fully committed. And he's a confident boy, Kieran. He didn't, uh, he didn't come through our academy system. He came to the, the club late. Um, and we've uh, we took a shine to him. We got him in full time. He would have got him in last year full time if we could have. But his family wanted him to finish off his education, as as, as he's uh, rightly so. Um, so but he's been in and around the squad for a while now. He's been training with us in our bubble for the last few months. And uh, you know, he, he, uh, at his best, he can look very much like Max Lowe in terms of covering the ground and real speed about him. Um, and uh, he gives us that option. We've got two or three of the youngsters at the minute in the academy. Um, who can uh, we feel can step in and do as a turn just now? So he can be pleased with his, uh, his small cameo role, but he certainly got himself involved, which is what you want in that personality. Derek, thanks Thank so you. Much. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, let's catch up with the other games in the SPFL on Saturday. Hibs took a 4 0 away win to Hamilton Arkies with top scorer Kevin Nisbet rounding things off. With the Dons win, the Staggies slipped to the foot of the table after St Mirren's 1-0 win over Motherwell at Fir Park. Livingston leapfrogged St Johnston with a 2-1 success at McDermott Park. Rangers edged Dundee United 2-1 at Tannadice in the early Sunday kick-off. And in the other game on Sunday, Celtic maintained second spot following their 2-0 win at home against Kilmarnock. Aberdeen women head into their winter break after winning 5-0 against Kilmarnock at Rugby Park. Five different goal scorers as well, with goals from Ailey Shore, Jessica Broderick, Francesca Ogilvie, Bailey Hutchison and Lauren Gordon. They return to action at home to Stirling University on the 17th of January. Catch live audio and video of our next match only on Red TV. Subscribe now for full match day coverage, replays, highlights and all the goals, exclusive interviews and behind-the-scenes content. Sign up now at redtv.afc.co.uk. The best of the action only on Red TV. Okay, let's catch up with the news then. And if you thought discussions on the Atlantic League were dead and buried, well, they're not. Out of the blue from Dave Cormack at the weekend was his request for Celtic to rethink their opposition to the new league after Dermot Desmond told project backers they were not in favour of the idea. The league, which would comprise a new 20-team competition featuring clubs from Scotland, Norway, Sweden, Denmark and the Republic of Ireland, is the brainchild of Shelburne co-owner Andrew Doyle. In the mix for Scottish clubs are Aberdeen, Celtic, Rangers, Hearts and Hibs. Broadcasting rights for the league are estimated at around £350 million, with the setup also offering promotion opportunities to the likes of Kilmarnock and Manuel while preserving the Scottish Cup. But Celtic are favouring a British league, but Dave Cormack is encouraging Celtic to come back to the table as he reckons the finances are too tantalising to dismiss offhand. Andy Constein looks set to sign a contract extension early in the new year. Andy is out of contract at the end of this season. There's an appearance-related clause in his current deal which states an extra year will be triggered if he plays a certain number of games. With that clause soon to be triggered, Aberdeen want a new deal to be agreed as soon as possible. More injury news, unfortunately, and you haven't seen him much of this season. Defender Michael Devlin has been ruled out for three months after suffering an ankle tendon injury. The injury occurred in a training ground incident last week and the player now faces surgery. Mikey has only made two appearances this season off the bench in the recent doubleheader against St Mirren. His injury nightmare comes after he returned to training following suffering a hamstring injury in pre-season. 
The Merkland Road stand is going to get a lick of paint after planning permission has been given for a mural to be painted on the majority of the wall on the Merkland Road stand, facing west onto Merkland Lane, painted red with white text. There are also plans to install eight projecting banner signs on the main stand facing north onto Pataudry Street. And finally, Scottish football has been provided a £30 million aid package from a total of £55 million. £20 million of the funding will be offered to Scottish Premiership clubs in the form of low-interest loans. £10 million will follow in grants for lower league clubs in the Championship, League One and League Two, junior teams and the women's game. The £20 million for rugby will comprise of £5 million in loans and £15 million in grants, while ice rinks and horse racing will get £2 million each. The remaining £1 million will be divided between basketball, motorsports, netball and other sports. Between the 23rd and 27th of December, a maximum of three households will be able to form a bubble to meet indoors. But just because you can doesn't mean you should. Every time we meet other households, we run the risk of catching and spreading the virus. The safest way to spend the festive season is to stay at home with your own household. But if you need to join another, find out how to do it as safely as possible at gov.scot. Stopping the spread starts with all of us. Marty Kennedy sat down with Mal to discuss making his international debut for Northern Ireland and he reflects on his time at Pataudry since joining the club in January. Mate, I think before we start, should my first of all congratulate you on getting your debut for Northern Ireland. Uh, Thank you very much. Must have been a great experience for you. It was. Um, went few, I went away a few times and... Couple of inches when I went away, and um, but no, grateful to obviously get get the nod. Obviously, to start as well. Um, just shows like the gaffer had kind of confidence in me and trust me to play. Um, and it shows you if you're if you're playing well with your club, you're going to get a chance. So now every minute off, I enjoyed. And all accounts, you played very well as well. And obviously a very proud moment for your family, were they, were they watching TV? Yeah, I definitely. My my mum and my dad were all watching it, uh, sister and that, so uh, obviously loads of messages and that old coaches messaging you, gaffer messaged me as well, um, just congratulating me. So just thinking back to this year for you, Matty, if you look at when we went into lockdown just before that, I mm. mean you were playing, I think, some of your best football. I mean, you know, I think of the Kilmarnock away game in particular, the Hibs game as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, lockdown really came at the wrong time for you, didn't it? Um, I, I think um, it was a strange one because I feel like I think Aberdeen had a kind of bad bit of form. I came in, there was maybe a couple of games we done the best, and then we were going into every game believing, especially because we were on the cup run as well, believing that we could beat anybody. Everybody was playing well. I thought myself I was playing well as well, so I think even just a group, well, we felt like we could beat en- anyone. Mm-hmm. And obviously lockdown happened, and me personally, um, I had a niggle in my ankle, which, which wouldn't go away, and I had to get that sorted, and I couldn't get a scan until after the kind of COVID settled down a bit, and then we couldn't believe what, what it was. Um, so that it took me a while to try and get back from that, um, even come back into playing football again, when you hurt your ankle, it's like you start to kick the ball a bit different until it until it properly settles. So I think the last few weeks is the first time I've actually felt no pain, and 
feeling comfortable and confident to to cross the ball, mm-hmm. just basic stuff like that. Yeah. So, but I feel like I feel like everybody's confident in changing room. I feel like we've got a good group of lads, and I think we're, we're, we're definitely going to come back strong. You can listen in to the full interview with Marty on Red TV at redtv.afc.co.uk. If you're still looking for a Christmas gift, the club store is open online at shop.afc.co.uk. If you're looking to get your gift posted to you, you'll need to order it by the 18th of December at the latest to ensure it gets to you in time for Christmas. Of course, you can pop into the club shop at Pataudry right up until Christmas Eve. A couple of fixture changes in the offing. Our midweek fixture away to Madewell on Wednesday the 23rd of December will now kick off earlier at 6.15pm. And our fixture against Rangers, originally due to be played on the 9th of January, will now take place on Sunday the 10th of January at 3pm and will be shown live on Sky Sports. Looking ahead to the weekend, and we face Kilmarnock away at Rugby Park on Sunday. Kickoff is at midday. The match will be shown live on Sky Sports, so no pay-per-view available from the clubs. But you will still be able to watch via a pay-per-view option via Now TV by purchasing a Sky Sports Day Pass, and it will also be available if you are a Red TV International subscriber. You still got time to send a Christmas message to fellow supporters who you haven't been able to meet this season at Pataudry on the road and at away games, or a message to friends and family across the UK or around the world. You can send your messages by going to invernessreds.co.uk forward slash Christmas, and all messages will be read out on our Christmas Eve podcast. You can keep up to date with all the latest Dons news on our social media. Just follow Inverness Reds on Facebook and Twitter or on the website at invernessreds.co.uk where you'll also get live score updates and stats from the match on Sunday. I'll be back next Tuesday with all the latest Dons news and reaction from the Kilmarnock match. Between now and then, don't forget that Christmas shopping. Stay safe and stand free. That's all for this week. More Aberdeen news next Tuesday evening from 8.